Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 176 of Motherhood in Hollywood. My guest today is Allie Levine. She's a TV personality. She is a stylist and she is a mama and she's got a wonderful story to share with you guys. So here we go. Come on, mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hi, friends. I am so excited to be back. I've been in Walt Disney World for the past four days. Um, I'm trying to slowly get back into the groove of things. That three-hour time difference is no joke. Um, But even worse than that is the Florida heat and humidity. I thought I was going to die like every day I was there. How, how do people in Florida, how can they live like that? <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but I literally walked out of my hotel room every day and thought, this is it. I'm going to die in this heat. It's so miserable at nine o'clock in the morning and to nine o'clock at night. But anyway, regardless, I survived and I got to interview Tom Hanks Tim Allen, Christina Hendricks, Keanu Reeves, Tony Hale, Annie Potts, the cast of Toy Story 4. And there are moments when I just think, I am so lucky to have this job and this this world that allows me to do stuff like this. But I also think I have not forgotten about my actor, my acting dreams and my acting goals. They just are very much on the back burner right now while other opportunities come my way. And sometimes I have a hard time with that. Sometimes it, you know, it it makes me sad because I want to interview Tom Hanks or I want to meet Tom Hanks as a contemporary, you know, as someone on set who is acting with him. You know, he's, he is such a tremendous um, career and, and an actor. And I just, um, really had envisioned if I ever met him, it would be like as an actress. But, you know, sometimes life doesn't play out the way you think it will. And sometimes things don't happen the way you expect them to. Sometimes God has other plans. And uh, you either just ride that wave and see where it takes you or you, you know, you don't. (laughs) So I'm riding the wave, guys. I'm riding the wave and I'm enjoying it. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. Who knows in the next couple of years? I may still get to work with Tom Hanks. You don't know. Maybe I'll just put that out into the universe. Um, regardless of that, though, you guys will love Toy Story 4. Uh, I'm going to post a bunch of stuff about it on my website, but on motherhoodandhollywood.com, but also on NBCLA and share my interviews with um, the cast of the film with you guys. <laughs> this is also Channing's last week of kindergarten. Um, it hasn't fully hit me yet that she's now going to be a big girl and we're going to, you know, go into first grade in the fall. This is a, a fun summer. We have, I have fun things planned, but also a very busy summer. So I'm going to try to find as much time as I can to spend just with her some one-on-one time. In fact, this week we're going to go to Legoland, just the two of us and have fun together. Little mom, daughter time. Um, but yeah, so that's what's happening in my world. Um, I am posting everything on Instagram. Of course, as you guys know, that's where a lot of my stuff goes. So please make sure you follow me on Instagram 
and on Facebook at Motherhood in Hollywood and also over on the Twitter at Heather Brooker. Okay. And if you haven't yet subscribed to my podcast, please make sure you do that. Hit the subscribe button, whether you listen on Stitcher, Player FM or iTunes, wherever you're listening. And then leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you guys. If this show um, has had an impact on you, if you are enjoying the content I'm bringing you, I work really hard on my podcast and I work really hard to bring you um, a good show every week. And I've been doing it now for almost four years. So it would mean a lot to me if you could take a minute and just leave a quick review. Say hi, say I love the show, something nice. That's all. <laughs> okay, I want to get to this interview today. Um, we were inter- I was introduced to Ali uh, via email through Brett Allen. He hosts the Open Mic Podcast, which I was a guest on a while back. And he thought that Ali and I um, would connect. And he's right. She's a rock star. Um, I really enjoy talking with her and hearing her um, take on um, style, some style tips for summer. You guys have to hold on to your butts for that one because she's got some great tips um, that you're going to want to hear. And um, just to just a lovely person a lovely fun human person and doesn't the world need more of those yes we do okay so here is my interview with Allie Levine So today we are going to deep dive with my guest. This is Allie Levine. She is a celebrity stylist, but she is also a TV personality and influencer. And we're definitely going to talk a little bit about that. Hi, Allie. Hi. So let's get started first of all, and we'll we'll definitely get to the the branding, updating, and changes, and all of that fun stuff. But let's talk a little bit about um, your background and your knowledge of styling, and how did you get involved with all of that. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, um, so thank you so much for having me on your amazing show. I'm excited to be here. So yeah, I've been styling for, um, over 10 years. I'm originally from New York. I moved out to LA actually almost 10 years ago, which is crazy when I think about that, like nine and a half years. And I was working in movies and television in New York, but it was a way bigger scene there years ago. And I worked for Oliver Stone as his uh, main assistant and he is insane but amazing and he basically kind of paved the way for me with getting to um have me work I worked on Wall Street Money Never Sleeps with my first real big um film and you know credited um project and I got to work with him as a uh, production assistant and after working with him in production he kind of said to me well what do you want to do you know and I said well I always loved fashion I studied fashion merchandising design in school you know I want to do something in fashion so that was costume so he moved me over to the costume department and I started working with the famous Alan Mirajnik who's an amazing costume designer who's gotten like major you know um, Emmy awards and all that good stuff um and she works with Michael Douglas and Carrie Mulligan Shia LaBeouf and they were all part of this movie and so I started working with her and kind of like a devil wears Prada situation just doing whatever she needed you know going to her apartment late hours to feed her cat and pack her suitcase <laughs> you know to go to LA I mean straight up like you know like she would pack her stuff to leave because she'd have to go to LA you know for fittings and I would get all her stuff together I would you know wait in the car while she'd be getting all the outfits and I'd help her carry the bags but I was so grateful to be able to kind of just be like this you know fly on the wall with her all the time of course doing all the work yeah. but be a part of it you know and it was really cool and then and from there, I got offered to go work on a couple different TV shows in New York. Mercy, which failed horribly, but it was cool because I love James Vanderbeek. I was like my crush back in the day. And he was like one of the main stars of like a hospital show. Um, so I worked with him. 
And I worked with um, uh, the famous um, Ann Roth's niece, um, Amy Roth. Um, the Roth family is a major costume design team as well. And I worked for her and got to do a lot under her. And so I just kept getting moved around. And um, eventually I got sent to Atlanta for a big mama's house, um, number three with Martin Lawrence, which was crazy and so much fun. I, I got to basically be Martin Lawrence's like go-to customer. And I literally was like, uh, fanning that fat suit, if you will, in 115 degrees every day. <laughs> it was super glamorous. Um, I have a really, <laughs> I have a funny story to tell about Big Mama's house. So when I, when, when was, when did that movie come out? Like, oh my gosh, 2007, 2000, eight? Yeah, 2000, yeah, like I would say probably 2007, I think. 2011 was Big Mama's house three. Oh, okay. So in 2006, sorry for Big Mama's house two. Um, I was uh-huh. a brand new actor in LA. I didn't know anybody, didn't know anything. I was trying to get any kind of work, any kind of whatever. Right. Like and we all do. Like we all do. Yeah, you you hustle. And a friend of mine was like, "Hey, um, there is a central casting or some casting agency is looking for." basically extras to be Mm -hmm. on the red carpet for the premiere of big mama's house too. Um, you know, do you want to go check it out? And I was like, sure. So I signed up to go do it. And I went to Hollywood. It was premiering at the El Capitan and there was me and about 50, maybe 60 other extras, men, women, everybody. They Mm -hmm. put us all in fat suits and the dress and the wig and had us all parade in before the cast as the yes as just a bunch of big mamas and i mean it was like men and women and i mean like everybody right and um i look back now and i'm like why did i do that (laughs) (laughs) hey listen you know what we all have those moments that's hilarious i think i got paid like 50 bucks or something like it wasn't even like like 25 dollars oh god we've all we've all been there there have been so many things like like that i look at that i'm like really i did that you know it's like but (laughs) like you said the hustle is real and you just like get in it especially when you come to hollywood you're just like how do I get going? How do I get moving? How do I get shaking? Like, how do I make this happen? You know, and you just do, and you just like think about it later. So I love that. That's amazing. Oh, so, so yeah, great. so we did big mama's house. And then basically I was really um, lucky that I met the team that was there it was half of them were from LA and Leah catch Nelson, who's a major costume designer and Amanda Riley. Um, they've done like 21 jump street and all those other things. And Scott O'Leary, the costume team basically said to me, Hey, we love your work ethic. We love like just you. We would love for you to come work with us in LA. And I was like, well, I'm in New York. Like I've always been in New York. And they were like, yeah, but if you want to do like more of the trending fashion and what you're telling us, because I told them like, hey, I want to be, you know, in the red carpet and I want to be in the trending fashion and like what's happening. And that was like, you know, where my head was. I just kind of fell into costume. Mm -hmm. And they were like, come to LA, like, we will help you, we'll get you in the union, like, you'll work with us for a year in some, like, you know, modern films, so it's still a little bit more fashion than costume, and then, like, you can go do your own thing after you do a year with us, so I was like, all right, you know what, how do you turn down an opportunity like that, so yeah. off to LA, I went, like, I think we finished Big Mama's house, like, that August, and I flew out to LA, like, that September, it was, like, super fast, furious, my now husband, Justin, who is my boyfriend in New York, I was like, hey, I'm going to LA, and he's like, cool, me too, and I was like, um, I don't know. You're going to come with me. It was like, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to ask him to uproot his whole life. He had a job in New York. Like, you know, we were maybe like a little shy of not a year of dating. So I was just like, um, I guess if you want to. So he followed me out here and we just, you know, started working and, and made it work. And I worked with them. And then after doing some work with different people like them in costume, I realized 
I really want to do, you know, styling. Styling really wasn't a full term. And, you know, since you're in this industry, Heather, I know you understand that. Like, people really didn't know what a stylist was for a long time. Yeah. I didn't even know I wanted to get into styling, per se. I just knew I wanted to be in the trending fashion and shopping and all that. And so I started, like, looking around for different people that, like, you know, had that. So I interned with, like, Kanye West team and worked with them and, and, and their stylists. And I worked with Monica Rose and the Kardashian team and all these different teams. And, like, you know, Emma Roberts and all these different stylists who work with these major players to just get experience. And I was paid nothing. I think of you doing, like, you know, $50 gig and I was paid nothing and just did it to get the experience and, you know, just to figure out what I wanted to do and learn and grow. And so after doing that for a little while, I got hired with Kanye's team for like a year to do assistant work and was assisting their team. And then after that, I Justin had proposed to me and we had gotten engaged and I was like, you know what? I want to start like doing my own clients. Like I need to start kind of growing up and doing my own thing. So on the side, I was styling for free all these different D-listers, you know, that were like nobody in Hollywood. And then as you know, people all of a sudden blow up, things happen, things change. And all of a sudden I was styling some people who actually were making it, you know, in the world. And it was like crazy. And my clientele was growing and people were reaching out to me and starting to pay me to dress them. And I had all these amazing relationships from working with these huge designers and, you know, celebrities through other stylists. And before I knew it, Halloween design was born and my clients were getting best dressed on the red carpet and everything written up in, you know, Vogue online and all these things, you know, New York times. And I'm like, what's happening? It was like so surreal. and like so crazy, but it just kind of happened as I worked, you know, super hard and, and worked with all these different people and really put in my dues. And then before I knew it, I was a celebrity wardrobe stylist and I had fallen into this career that, you know, I've been doing now for like 10 plus years. Wow. So like, it's been quite a journey for you and you, you clearly have a passion for fashion, a passion for fashion (laughs) um, and styling and that sort of thing. Let's talk about um, becoming a mom and how that works into your everyday mom life. Do you find as a mom um, that you're like, I want to be the stylish mom. I want to be the mom that is, you know, still, uh, you know, on top of things when it comes to style. Or do you feel like you've relaxed a little bit um, and just been like, eh, it's okay if maybe I don't like, uh, maybe I wear sweatpants every day like Heather Brooker does. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I love that. No, so, um, I mean, to be really real, in the beginning, of course, especially when I was pregnant, I was like dressing myself up to the nines. Like, okay, how do I dress the bump? Let me show everyone mm-hmm. else how I dress the bump. This is oh, yeah, that's fun, part of the fun. You know? That's yes. so that's so much fun to do that. I I, yes. I do miss being able to be like, look at my big belly and like you right know. and be like, how is this how I'm yes. accessorizing it? This is what I'm doing. Yes. So of course I was in that mode, you know, when I was first pregnant, and in my head I'm like, oh, this is just going to continue as soon as I have the baby. Like we're just going to keep it moving, you know, with the stylist brain in me. And then of course, you know, um, I had a very crazy birth. Um, and just long story short, like people can look it up, but I had you know 42 hour birth ended up in a C-section, you know, was pretty severe, did not expect to be laid up in bed for the first like six weeks, couldn't drive for nine weeks. So that kind of shattered the whole like, oh, I'm going to jump right back in and be, sure. you know, fashionable on the whole thing. And then I went through a pretty heavy postpartum depression. And so all of that kind of changed immediately things for me. And I think I kind of honestly got this like wake up call from the universe, like, hey, welcome to motherhood. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, guess what? It is a sacrifice and it's the best sacrifice, but it's like, it is something so, you know, different than what you've done before. You will not be putting yourself first like you had before. And it, you know, it changes everything. And yeah. so for me, I had to really navigate, like, how do I feel 
good and feel pretty about myself, especially because I'm still out at red carpet events. I'm still around celebrities. I'm still in the mix of things, but yet now I'm a mom. And Mm -hmm. so I've had to like find this mindfulness in myself and give myself grace and say like today where we're podcasting and we're, you know, doing it from our homes, I am in like full blown pajamas and I'm okay with that. Like they're cute pajamas, but they're pajamas. no less, You know, (laughs) and I used to have to get dressed. Like that was me. Like no matter what I had to like get myself together and put my face on, even if I was just going to be out for like all of 20 minutes, because that was how I rolled. That was how I felt. And now I'm finally finding this like place where I'm like, it's okay to sometimes wear, you know, yoga and pajama and, and be fine with that and still feel pretty and still feel good. And if I want to accessorize it with jewelry, just because I need to for my own, you know, like fashion brain, then I do, but I'm finding more of that middle more and more. And honestly, it's an ongoing challenge. Like even yesterday, you know, we both went to the um, great big family play day and I changed my outfit like three times. And I looked at myself and I'm like, okay, Alice, this is not like a runway show. Like, <laughs> you know, I have to like talk to myself, you know and I'm like? You know, and, and of course, I dress my daughter up to the nine. So I'm like, I get her all perfect and super cute and fashionable. And then I'm like, okay, what can I wear? So like, I feel cute too, you know? And it's like finding mm-hmm. this balance between going overboard, but then still getting to make yourself feel good. Because at the end of the day, yes, we're moms, but like we had lives before being moms first. And we all had careers and have things that we're doing and we're doing. And it's like, I don't want to lose me. And so I've been really working really hard on finding that balance and making me feel like me, but still not having to make myself feel so pressured like I used to. So yeah, answer your question. I am definitely like today rocking the pajamas. I'm trying to allow myself to do that more and more and like cute yoga pants and find like new casual chic options, if you will, for mom and then dress up when I really want to get glam and like enjoy that. Good for you. Well, that's good. And I, honestly, it is all about finding your comfortability level. And um, I think that I hope that more and more women are starting to feel like they don't have to be in heels and full makeup and the most stylish outfit unless they really want to. Right. You know, I think there are some women um, who really, you know, that's just their, they, they want to do that no matter what, that's just their thing. And it's like, good for you. That's, you know, exactly. That's your thing. And that's your thing. And I completely agree with you. And it's funny, like my husband, Justin will make fun of me because we'll go to the, you know, Costco or the grocery store and I put heels on, but I could be in like legit, like pretty much yoga leggings and a sweatshirt. And he's like, why do you have wedges on? And I'm like, well, because I just like, I just want to have that. You know, it's like sometimes you just need that little something extra, even if you are in your comfortable. And I like that you said that because it's like, you should just basically own who you are and own what feels good to you and like push out the noise because everybody else is going to do them because they should, because you should always do you, Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't be comparing yourself. And that's something I had to work on really hard, especially with social media and everything else that when I was going everything as a mom, I had like cystic acne and I like, you know, my stomach wasn't going down the way I wanted it to because of my C-section, like just the list goes on. And I was just comparing and comparing and comparing. And I had to like get off social for like a good month and a half. Like I went dark because I was like, this is not healthy for me anymore. Like I need to get myself like right in my mind and get back to who Allie is and who I am and figure out what makes me happy. How do I want to dress? How do I want to be and not worry about what everyone else is doing because they're not going through the journey that I'm going through. Yeah. I think that's really important to like navigate. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's talk a little bit about how you are sort of changing things up. Um, you mentioned earlier that you are now TV personality. You're an influencer. Um, tell me what that means to you and why you're going in that direction. Oh yeah, for sure. So, well, the TV personality has kind of happened over the last few years. So 
I've been doing television segments. Um, being that I am a celebrity stylist, people started reaching out to me, asking me to talk about fashion tips and beauty and lifestyle tips as an expert on like ABC and KTLA and Home and Family and Hallmark and all these different amazing um, channels. And so I've been doing that for the last few years. And then when I became a mom, I started getting asked to do more mom segments, which I've loved, and finding all these mom brands that I'm working with and like must-haves for new moms and moms-to-be and that sort of thing. And then last year... Um, I was on Bravo's crazy new show, Stripped, um, which was a documentary um, all about everything being taken away for, from you for 21 days and what do you learn and how does it reset your life? And so um, that was very intense and very crazy all in itself. But that's kind of when the limelight, I guess, personality, if you will, kind of started really taking off because mm-hmm. I was on this national you know, show that people knew and, and that sort of thing. So that's kind of where the TV personality um, has kind of, moved over from and now I'm just doing more and more TV segments and more and more TV stations are reaching out and asking me to do different kinds of segments and pitch them ideas of, you know, different must haves and things as an expert, which is really fun. So I do that now monthly on, you know, local and national, depending on the project and getting to work with incredible brands for it. So that's been a really, you know, cool transition, especially in mom life. And I'm getting to also add in the mommy must haves of what's going on in my actual life, as well as, you know, fashion and everything else I have actually still happening and I still know about. So it's kind of like taking, you know, what I've already built and learned and turning it over into like, hey, these are the must haves. This is, you know, what I would recommend and, you know, my recommendations and things and where people can shop it. So it's really fun for me. So I'm I'm really enjoying that. And so from there, the influencer just kind of came. And it's like so funny to me, because I still don't really look at myself as like a as I'm quoting in the air, like influencer, <laughs> but it's, but it's like, but it's funny because people are like, no, but you are because you're someone of influence. People actually buy things that you show. People actually check out what you talk about. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess they do. But they were doing that before just for my TV segments because of all the different roundups of things I was doing on these shows. And so for me, I guess the influencer thing just kind of happened. One from, of course, becoming a mom, because as you know, the mom you know world is so crazy huge on Instagram and on social media in general. And people just want to share these communities and see what's going on and what other moms are doing and everything. So I've been very blessed that from becoming a mom, my social has just, you know, exploded and people are reaching out and wanting to, you know, collaborate with me and, and work with me in all these different realms. So I'm really finding like just really cool mom tribes that I want to, you know, do different amazing things with and help them and support them and have them support me. So that's been incredible. And then just the whole influencer thing, just brands in general, like they like how authentic I've been speaking and they like what I share. And so they want to align with me and have me, you know, work with them. And what I love about the brands is I'm getting to work with people that I already work with and I already have relationships with. So for me, it's like already a partnership. I'm not selling anything that I wouldn't be using. You know, that's really important to me as an influencer that I'm talking about things and I'm showing things that I actually use and things I actually feel like someone else might love. So that's where I feel like the difference is in the influence. And I really try to hone in on that and make sure it aligns with me. Perfect. No, I love that. I mean, and that's really what you have to do when you're sort of in this space, you know, of social media and, you know, um, uh, kind of figuring things out in terms of like, 
what do you influence? What do you, you know, what, what yes, is my influence exactly. if at all, you know, and I think there's some yes. people who think they're influencers and maybe they're not. And yeah, it's sure. all big. Well, that's why I was saying the air quotes, Heather, I'm like influence because it's like, it's like influencer is not a dirty word, but yet it becomes a dirty yeah. word because people do get these people that you're talking about that like, they think they're influencing something or they're just influencing everything. Check out this toothpaste. And it's like, okay, we there's get it. No, we get it. Like, you know, it's like, there's, there's no, no filter. Yeah, exactly. You know? There's no like, discernibility you... or anything happening. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's important, you know, so I, I like that you said that. Well, it's totally true. Well, and since you are a fashion expert and a fashion influencer, I really quickly want you to give me like maybe two or three fashion tips that moms listening can incorporate in their everyday life, whether it's just something quick like um, um, a new summer sandal. Ooh, in the hot seat. Okay. Or, yeah, hot oh, seat. A new summer sandal. Um, are leggings in because I wear them all the time regardless? Um, give me okay, just a so couple of quick fashion tips, tips for moms. Yes, of course. All right. So for summer coming up, um, definitely shoe-wise, you're going to see wedges and sandals that have a tiny little bit of a heel majorly coming in, like really cute, super simple that look like flip-flops. We're going to have a little bit of something just to give you that little something extra when you step out the door, but are like super manageable and, and comfortable. You're going to see that. And like platform wedges are going to be the two like main go-tos. Um, you know, of course, different styles, different colors, you know, some will also be like bejeweled because you're seeing a lot of like the more detailed stuff. But regardless, that kind of style is, and I can send you like some links. That kind of style is. Yeah, please be do. That really... was what I was going to ask you. Like, send me a couple of examples. You I got would it. Love I'll to send see you that. examples. Because in my sure. mind, I'm thinking like these big, thick, like like flip flops, these thick heeled flip flops that my mom got <laughs> me one time, and they have like rhinestones all over them. And I'm like, oh my oh, god! I love it. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I'm already a tall you. lady. Like that would make me like super tall. So. Well, lucky you because I'm like five foot. So I'm all about <laughs> like bring on the height, bring it on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's like one thing. Okay. Second thing, just overall for moms, that's something I even had to learn and teach myself. We're all so busy. We all have so much going on. When, when you look at your closet and you like get overwhelmed, which many of us do, including myself, you need to really look at it and say, what is the uniform that makes me feel good? And when I say uniform, I mean, so for you, Heather, you just said you love leggings. Totally nothing wrong with that. And leggings are actually very much in right now. And leggings, like, you know, that's your staple then, like that's your go-to. So when I say, you know, your uniform, it's like, what is the thing that you wear like a lot and the most? And that's what you should have, you know, different colors and different styles with like, you know, different tops. But that's like your uniform. So, like for me, I either like with really cute, like ripped jeans and like a simple, like little tee or tank, or I like like a long maxi dress. Those are my two go-tos. So it's like, those are the two things I have in front of my closet. So that I don't get overwhelmed. When I'm trying to grab something. It's like, those are the two things I air to. And then everything else is more like if you're you know, going to go to a special occasion or something else going on. So I always tell moms, figure out what is your uniform. It could be something as simple as a little black dress or a white t-shirt and jean. It does not matter. Find your uniform so it's easy for you to style yourself. And then you can add details and you know a trending necklace or a cute handbag or whatever it may be. And then your, your wardrobe will seem so much more simple because you have that uniform. So it's really yeah. important to think of that in your in your mind when you're looking at what you want to wear. But yeah, leggings are totally trending. I'll send you actually some cute um, different uh, links to some um, that are really fun. They're doing a lot with like, you know, cute little like cutouts and pockets. And I think a lot of the world, because of what we're talking about, people getting busier and busier and moms just becoming like so much more in the space, like just amazing. I think people are really starting to take that athletic wear and turn it more into like that 
athletic leisure and like casual chic. So you're seeing so much of that move over into that trending world of this summer and into even the fall. And so that's why leggings are starting to become like really hot and fun right now. I love it. I love it. Those are all things that I can get behind too, which I think yeah. is so great. Um, okay, Ali, quickly tell everybody, where can we follow you? Where can we follow along in your influencer journey? Oh, thank you. Okay, so you can follow me at Ali Levine Design, A-L-I-L-E-V-I-N-E, Design, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest. You'll find me if you Google it. AliLevine.com is my website. And AliLevineStyling.com. I am still styling some select. Uh, celebrity clients as well as personal clients and actually working with a lot of moms remotely because of what we just discussed. So if you are a mom and even you're just wanting like a little consultation, feel free to either reach out to me directly or you can go to my styling. Yay. I will be reaching out to you directly. All right. <laughs> um, Allie, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And I'm going to put up all the information that Allie just talked about as well as where you can find her up on motherhood and Hollywood.com. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week and remember I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. <laughs> Mama funny balls.